Welcome back to another episode of the Randin Podcast with Rafi and Chandra. Hooray! Oh, there we go. <laughs> Slight delay. Uh, the podcast where we explore how the random affects the everyday. So we just thought we actually haven't done a catch-up episode for a little while after our random little breaks. So uh, we'll begin with a bit of how are you? So Chandra, how are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Been a bit of a, uh, a little bit of a patch of a lot of moving around, unfortunately. But it also did mean well, I got to be in Melbourne recently, so that was always a good thing. Yeah. So Chandra, it, it was like he'd never left. He kind of crashed in the apartment again. I was like, hey, I still room. have keys. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's been what, nearly two years, two and a bit. Yeah been a while yeah so he, he kind of stole a set of keys and i didn't even notice that they were missing <laughs> and he and today, this time around he's like this is yours I'm like well you clearly got into the place <laughs> maybe they're so, magical keys i don't know <laughs> the ironic thing was that we were both in melbourne we we're both in the same apartment did we record an episode then no, <laughs> no that like, would have been the logical thing to do preferably <laughs> over some food so we can have another episode where people complain <laughs> you really shouldn't eat while recording a podcast. Uh, so, yeah, you were moving around quite a bit. So what actually made you come back? Uh, yeah, so basically a couple of things. Um, one was on the weekend. The second weekend was my mom's birthday. And then the second thing as well, uh, me and some mates from uni, we do sort of a yearly group trip. Uh, and oh, yep. so kind of worked out quite well where that weekend was actually the long weekend because of uh, Melbourne cup as well. So of course, if I'm coming, I had to do some work. So I worked in Ballarat for two <laughs> weeks <laughs> and that gave me right. three weekends in Melbourne. So that was nice. Nice. Uh, and the, uh, extra couple Ballarat, of days was like a bit random, but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So when I sort of saw that there i was like okay perfect i'll uh, arrange my ballarat trip down use the three weekends to do a bit of melbourne timing um yeah before i head back again and it was kind of yeah the bonus was really the uh the melbourne cup day on a tuesday which means that nobody wants to work on tuesday or monday so it ended up being a four-day yeah, weekend in the middle well, you, you have to, like, it's a public holiday. Like, this well, is against yes, the rules to of work course. <laughs> any of those days. Like, I mean, why don't you take the Friday off as well and make it, like, five days off? I think that's just called a normal week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, normal week for you, Mr. I'm going to be on a boat. <laughs> well, not yet. <laughs> yeah. And uh, at the moment, a lot of moving around. So I was uh, in... Bunbury and then Albany, sorry, in Ballarat for two weeks, then in Bunbury for the last week. And now I'm currently in Albany for another two weeks before returning to Bunbury again. Right. Why all these random moves? Like, is it just... Eh, just happened to happen this way uh, towards the end of the year. So, eh, suck it up and just get on with it. (laughs) Is it for work or are you... Yeah, so different locum shifts, uh, different places. Um, and so the nice thing is I will still be in Bunbury now for the, till the end of the year after this two weeks. So I'll 
going to be in one place for a little bit longer, which will be nice. Nice, nice. Uh, and what's the actual plans for the uh, end of the year? Anything special? Well, looking forward to doing a bit of traveling because I've got a bit of time off. So Because yeah. you're not traveling lots <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, because I'm really like missing staying in one place. So I've decided to fix that problem <laughs> by traveling. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, looking forward to a bit of extended travel. Stay tuned. <laughs> You'll hear more on that. And in fact, All right. the preview to that is uh, I have ordered a new drone as well. <laughs> the DJI Mini <laughs> 3. So if anybody, uh, I think you've got one, right? Yeah, it's... Yeah, I gotta say it's probably for most people the best and only drone they should get. Um, it has all the features to just kind of take off, and I got the one with the built-in controller screen, so uh -huh. you can either use your phone as a as the screen or the controller. Um, the previous generation, like just the controller, cost more than what this package costs, <laughs> so it, it's ridiculous uh, how much it's come down in price and just how light it is. It's like 250 grams. So it's legal in 90% of the countries which have like a weight limit on drones. And the thing, like I literally sold my mini two to one of the nurses at work. He just messaged me going, he loves it. And the mini two was amazing in that it had a better image quality than the Mavic one. And for a 250 gram thing, it had a better flight time. It could go further without interruptions. And the three is like that with a proper camera nice i've uh yeah i decided nowadays the biggest thing for me is airlines are starting to weigh your bags more often <laughs> and uh, yes so <laughs> normally i'm used to taking the mavic 2 pro and i do like the image quality out of it but yeah that that is significantly heavier once you add the charger the drone um so with this one the drone will be lighter the controllers, I think, about the same. And the other nice thing is I don't have to have a spare charger for it since I can just yeah. use the USB-C charger. So travel yeah, light. So nice. But I'll give it a try. Fair enough. So in terms of finally coming back to the East Coast, any huge differences from your time in Perth? Like, uh, Yeah. Ballarat's really rainy and depressing. <laughs> when... <laughs> <laughs> I think you just went in a bad time then. Yeah, well, I just distinctly remember uh, being a barrel. I was like, oh, man, it's so uh, depressing and rainy and stuff. And then as I was driving back to weekend uh, to Melbourne on the last weekend, literally as I'm driving, the clouds part, the blue skies come. <laughs> I'm like, well, well, it's Melbourne, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's Melbourne, yeah, I'll take it. But huh, <laughs> I do feel a lot better with sunlight. I forgot about that again. <laughs> <laughs> No, I gotta say, like, I haven't been back to Ballarat for a couple of years now, but when we went, it was cloudy because it was, I think, New Year's during lockdowns, we could kind of go to, oh, actually, yeah, that's right. It was, um, you could travel in between Victoria. We couldn't leave because we were the lepers <laughs> at the time. Of course. But as we arrived in Ballarat, there was the first case and... By the time on the, we were only there for two days or three days, something like that. I can't quite remember. Um, by the last day, as we were leaving, Ballarat went into lockdown. <laughs> but it was actually quite nice, like being there just before it all did all that, um, because there's a lovely lake. I'm not sure if you got to see Lake uh, Wenduri, I think it's called. Um, I think I drove past it a couple of times. 
yeah, so there's like nice brunch places just around the corner. And oh. so just looking onto the lake, uh, it, it reminds me of Subiaco in a way, because it's kind of like got that lake uh, Mongo vibes. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice. Anyway. What about you? What have you been up to? Uh, well, it's, what time is it? Yeah, so it's about 48 hours before I'm on a plane, not even actually. Mm. So I'm heading off to Texas for my very first conference in three or f three years. So it turned out, so we've got this thing called CPD, so Continuing Professional Development, where basically you've got to keep up with the literature, et cetera, et cetera. And the easiest way to do that is you go to conferences, people just tell you, and that's far easier than reading through stuff. So during the pandemic, I refused to pay because I was like, you're charging full rates to do a Zoom call. I would pay money <laughs> to avoid Zoom calls. <laughs> Why? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, how is it $3,000 to do an online Zoom call? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's obviously logistics and people still got to organize all this but stuff. But I feel like the venue has like... significantly come down in price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a whole lot of stuff, but it was also just like, I know I wouldn't pay attention. So, yeah. like, yeah. But what happened well, it's always was, the thing of, you know, when the Zoom calls are going to be a recorded one, it's like, ah, I'll watch it later, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Yeah. So then I did, didn't want to do like a, just a, you know, tick box exercise sort of a thing. So I didn't do it. And then we, it operates on a triennium cycle. Like you need to collect a minimum number of points. And the triennium ended last year. And I literally made it over by one. It's like 300 points in total. And because I hadn't done any conferences, it, yeah, I just barely scraped by. And I thought this time around, I should actually try and keep on top of it and keep the points rolling over. So, um, yeah, going to Texas, uh, it'll be my first time in Texas. I've never actually been. So if you guys have any suggestions, dear listeners, comments and yeah, send us a voice message. Hey, won't it be like post-election? Didn't they have some elections over there? The midterms? Yeah, I'm not, I don't think Texas... Texas, I don't think is anything other than Republican, but guns, oh. guns for all. That, that's all I know yeah, about Texas. You should, like, Everyone go has shoot guns. Some guns. That seems like a thing yeah. to do there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that, yeah, I, I, that and Texas barbecue, that's literally all I know about the place. So it'll be interesting. Um, well, at least it'll that, be a beef yeah. barbecue, not pork, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's just meat over there. <laughs> like everything just gets barbecued. Again, I don't really know. I haven't see lately. I've been not looking up the place I'm going to because oh, why is that? I just well, I feel like so. And like this was part of Greenland. Everyone's like, "Oh, have you looked it up? Have you got things to do?" I'm like, I think I just want to go there and figure it out. Then I don't want to have an impression. So let's just say I don't know. Uh, like Faroe Islands, I had this. I looked it up because it was pretty remote and hard to figure out where to go. Otherwise, like mm. how to even get in there. So Greenland had reset, like, because I'd done Pharaoh, I kind of knew that was going to be the similar system. You fly into one place and then you have to follow on. Um, because you can't help but see the Instagram shots, right? Like you'll definitely see it, uh, uh. whatever it is for whichever area. But the Instagram shot is the one where the golden hour is just right and you just happen to be flying the drone and you happen to get the right angle and a bird was just flying at the three quarters or you're photoshopped to all hell. So then you go there and you're like, oh, I don't know. I, I feel like I haven't <laughs> had the full experience of this place because I didn't get that exact thing or that's not what it looked like in the photos. So I thought, you know, once I get there, 
like after I've driven through downtown or whatever, uh -huh. then if I look it up, then I'll be like, oh, this is the place. Oh, it can look nice, but it's not like I've got this preconditioned uh, idea of what the place is going to be. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Like, okay. it's not like I won't look it up. I just don't think I should look it up and build it up to something that it's not, like either mm. positive or negative. Like Greenland, everyone's like, oh, what's there to do? I'm like, I don't know. It's like, well, you'll get bored. I'm like, I don't know. And I wasn't, but it's partly because I was like, ah, I, I just refused to look it up. And then I was like, all right, I'll just go this way one day. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'll go that way one day. That's pretty cool, you know? And it was a bit more adventurous as well. Mm. Like it just felt like I was discovering new things instead of having to look it all up and gone. Oh yeah. I need to do point, this I thing I on this crap. day. <laughs> yeah. Instead of um, feeling like you so, have to yeah. do it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that, that's my reasoning for it. Uh, apart from that, it's also like this last sort of dash. So we bought an apartment a little while ago now, and because of lockdowns, nothing really happened. So we were renovating, nothing got started for a while. And now it's nearly done, but they're very right. The last sort of 10% is taking the longest. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. So it's just like little tidy up bits, but what every tradesperson does a different thing. So it's like, we need a new splashback huh. because the old splashback, whilst they're trying to remove this other thing, got bent out of shape. Uh, because it's been there for 15 years, right? But then in order to get rid of that, they had to get rid of plaster. So then the actual uh, splashback guy came in. And this is um, something I didn't know about splashback. So I thought, you get a piece of glass, you shove it in there, that's it, right? So oh, I was like, no, 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 no. you can do that with everywhere else but splashback. Splashbacks, you've got to cut out exactly where the PowerPoint is going to be, what's going to be. Then they cut the piece of glass, then they cure it, then they harden it. Then they put it back because otherwise, because it's right next to flames. So if you put normal glass, it would crack every time you cooked. Oh, that sounds complicated. Right? Which, which I never even thought of. Right. Yeah. So, so, but, so the slash has gags been, but before he can, so he's currently cutting and doing all that stuff. Huh. But before that could go in, the plastering guy has to come and put plaster because you can't just, you've got, you've got not, like, we can literally see the steel beams otherwise. Right. Um, so once he comes, then the electrician can put in the, the, the plates. And once he puts the plates in, then you can install the appliances. Once the appliances electrically are connected, the plumber comes and connects the hoses to the gas stove. And then once that's done, the, the cabinet guy comes back to put in all the handles. And once that's done, the cleanups guys come and take all the construction stuff away. And you're like, huh. This is bizarrely complicated for like, what we're doing is just like stick this thing on and that, but because everyone does different things, yeah, it gets like, it's a series of rolling adventures. And then I was like, oh, I want to add a strip light. They're like, oh, well, we got to change this sequence. I'm like, really? Like, really? So I was like, I don't want to change anything. Just leave it as it is. Um, because it's now been something like 18 months we've bought the apartment that we're not living in, but paying the mortgage <laughs> on. And for the first eight months, tradies couldn't even come in to give us a quote on renovating the place. So it's dragged on and on and on. And it's just what like, I'm hearing oh, is I really should have, what I'm hearing is I really should have brought a sleeping bag and just lived there for the last 18 months. 
<laughs> oh, you couldn't. We wouldn't have even know. Like, I think we went in like once every few months just to go, hey, or maybe we should try I this I should have just that. brought three sleeping bags and sublet out two sleeping room bags. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, we're trying to basically, so this afternoon was just, just before this, I was clearing out. So there's all this construction material everywhere. So but it's been, it's taken so long that the furniture that we ordered months and months ago, which we were like, what, it's going to take four months or whatever. It's time for delivery. So, oh. huh. yeah. So we're like, oh no, uh, it's time for if delivery. We <laughs> if we, well, I mean, we can probably pause it, but because I'm going to be away, the wife was like, oh, can you help just clear out some space? So yeah. we cleared it out, like, because there's like sawdust everywhere. Uh, cleaned it so that there's at least two zones to put the stuff down because she's like, oh, I don't know how to construct this. So we'll pay extra for them to come and deliver it and fix it. I'm like, uh, where are we going to put it? So yeah, <laughs> that, that's, uh, and yeah. And of course it will probably happen while I'm away in Texas. So but of it's, course. Uh, it's been a mad dash. So what I'm hearing is renovating a house is very easy and you would recommend it to anybody to do on a whim. Is that, is that what I'm uh, hearing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it probably isn't that hard, but the complex part of it is like, we've never done it. So we just didn't know what the sequence was. So this has been a learning experience. I'm sure like, I'm sure if you watch the block or some shit, like you, you probably can figure it out, but I don't. So I don't have a clue, right? Well, this sounds like your problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, this is totally my problem. I'm sure like once you know the sequence, it's pretty easy, uh, but I just didn't. So now, hmm. and, and the splashback thing genuinely threw me because I thought, all right, pick the thing. It'll be done in a day because they just cut out the thing and shove it in. No, yeah. it turns out there's a whole curing process, which threw my mats off for when we're going to move in. So anyway, that, that's been, uh, that's been, yeah, the less interesting, but the time sink for the last little while. Well, um, hopefully it'll be a good time sink when it's eventually ready. Well, yeah, then comes the moving. But anyway, uh, but you are literally moving so, up like down two floors. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah, well, it, it's yeah, yeah. It's uh, because I, I like variety. That's it. <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for the rest of the episode, I thought this was actually a listener request. Uh, so they wanted to know, so someone, we were chatting at work and one of the listeners of the podcast wanted to know, um, it, it just sort of happened to come up that, you know, you and I both grew up, like I grew up in Bangladesh, you grew up in Sri Lanka. And there's certain things that happen here that just don't, or, or happen there that just don't happen here. And the reason this topic came up was because um, we were talking about candles, right? And she was like, oh, candles are really expensive. I'm like, oh, is there a power outage in your apartment or something? Uh, and he's uh, like, no, like they smell nice. I'm like, okay. And then he's like, who the hell uses candles for light? I'm like, I did. And did she didn't believe me, right? I was like, no, I studied with candles. Power went out all the time. And she's like, no way. I'm like, yeah, that's how I did my homework. Like, you know, so I thought this would be a pseudo growing up brown segment since uh we did have an extra review on apple podcasts so which haven't we didn't actually do a growing up brown story about um so it was what are some things that you remember from growing up in lanka bangladesh whatever uh that 
would be highly unusual here, right? And so the candle thing, I think, is my first one, which is just the fact that, yeah, it's I used it as the thing, which is for light, because there was no electricity, you know? And this seems to blow some people's minds. I'm like, I think that still happens in a huge part of the world. Like, even during medical school, I went to Nepal for a placement, and they had rolling mm. power out just because the grid just couldn't sustain every single uh, power out. Uh, outlet all the time so they it would tell you that between this time and this time you won't have any power so and it would change by a few hours every day um so friends would come over and we'd just light a candle and sit around and chat on the veranda you know and just drink tea and that was awesome but it was again candles as candles for light <laughs> it wasn't for any other reason <laughs> but did they smell nice <laughs> uh I think we were using like the Mortine ones, you know, the ones that repel mosquitoes. Oh, yeah, definitely, so, no, I'm sure we, we, definitely we definitely had those not. too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, we had so, yeah, a good any stock of, that... um, I'm pretty sure we also had a good stock of uh, torches. That was the go-to thing and, you know, yeah. for the power outages. Uh, for me, I guess I was six when I left, so uh, I've sort of really, I guess, picked up stuff more from when I go back to Sri Lanka every year or two. And I think one of the biggest differences I've noticed is just the whole concept of like aging at home. Um, whereas here, for example, you know, once you get a bit old and you can't quite make it uh, in your house and you need a bit of help, you tend not to stay at home that long. Whereas in Sri Lanka, uh, people tend to stay at home for a lot longer for a variety of reasons. Partly, I think, because the concept of sort of living with family, it's becoming less and less, but it is still there. Um, and also having home help, getting lots of help at home to be able to do everything uh, with people that stay at the house, it actually still does happen in Sri Lanka. And so, for example, you know, my grandma, she's 92 and, you know, 92 Spring has... Spring uh, chicken various medical problems, but she's still able to stay at home. Um, and I think that's yeah, kind of... Yeah, that's true. You know, it will be... It's something that is nice. Yeah, well, I mean, I suppose, like, my grandparents, when they... Well, my maternal ones were still over there, uh, and my paternal ones were here in Australia, but they actually still lived with, like, my uncles, or I don't think they lived with us here, but, yeah, in, like, Bangladesh and stuff like this is pretty common that you just have like usually the eldest child is expected to <laughs> kind of look after them or like someone is yeah, yeah, yeah that's just how it is you don't think of uh going to a nursing home or whatnot I think one of my grandparents we, they did after much deliberation and it was only because her medical needs were so complex that mm. you literally would have to have someone stay at home the entire time and it just wasn't feasible. So, oh, hello. I have a cat. Yeah, so that was the only time they actually decided. And that mm. was like a big family discussion, sort of a thing that, oh, can we really do this? Um, uh, yeah, so it's uh, here. There, there's none of that. Like, as in, it's not that big It's more a thing. of a when, not if. Yeah, like as in everyone lives fairly independently. No one considers moving in with their kids as yeah. they get older. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, the other one that I was going to say is, um, yeah, this again, I was always going to tell the story on, on the day, but I was like, yeah, everyone, not. but my grandparents uh, just in terms of no segue there whatsoever. So every summer I used to go to their house to, well, not summer, every school break, I should say, uh, I'd go and spend time there. And like we, there's like multiple big cities in Bangladesh now, but Dhaka was the capital. We used to live in mm. this other place called Chittagong, where it was probably the second largest city. And my grandparents were in another state called Sulit. And anyway, so Sulit was just a bit less developed than where I grew up. Yep. So we had electricity, running water and all that, but my grandparents actually did not have running water. So mm. in order to actually like get a glass of water, what you have to do is either you or you send your, um, like, you know, caretakers or whatever outside. So there would be a bore water pump. So it was like a, one of those hand crank pumps. You'd fill up a dish, but that stuff is not drinkable. So you take <laughs> that in then, and it was literally like an earth, like fire, like it, like the kitchen was a, it was part of the house, but at the corner of the house, there was just literally this mud little hollow and you'd put mm. like branches in and you'd light uh, a fire yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you put everything on top so it wasn't like gas or electricity or anything yeah. so you literally had to go oh, outside fire. and get the wood uh wood or branches from the trees and use yep. that and then you'd boil it for 20 minutes then you can't obviously drink boiling water so then you'd have to scoop it and put it onto uh like into bottles and then just leave it because also there were no fridges so the best you could get was either tepid or room temperature. And you, what you try to do is have like a rolling cycle. So if lots of people are coming, like if you had guests over, you'd actually get a few of them ready. And then you'd have a few bottles that you'd prepare because you'd use that to cool them down if you had like a high water <laughs> like requirement at the time, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's like something like water management was a thing you had to remember to do. Otherwise you wouldn't have drinking water for a while. Um, I think that was and what then, we also had for showers as well. Yeah, well, for showers. So during if the, you're being like, fancy and got a hot shower, you had to wait well, for the see, hot that water would to be only boiled be in up. winter, right? Yeah. So otherwise, you just wanted a cold shower. So shower was fine. You just used whatever straight up. But yeah, you had to go out and get a bucket full of water and go, and you'd have to scoop it out with a little mug. And yeah, that's I remember that's the showering, and I distinctly remember the first. Like I was there over for school break when they installed a tank on the roof oh. uh, with an electric motor. So you could turn it on and it would fill up the tank and then you'd have running water into the house. And it was like a big momentous day because you didn't have to go to the, the ground thing anymore <laughs> unless the motor broke or something. Right. But even then it wasn't a centrally piped one. It's that house got an electric pipe and it wouldn't automatically do it. You'd have to actually flick a switch and then there was no gauge. So you had to kind of go, oh, yeah, that's been long enough, turn it off again. Otherwise the, the, the actual tank would overflow. Hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's it, it uh, as much water problems as that I'd say. But, uh, I think for me, the other thing is, uh, just the whole island time, whole thing, island time thing, just being a real reality. Uh, yep. And in Sorry, terms of that, I think uh, getting an echo from you, by the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. It, give me two seconds. It's just my headphones just decided to die. Yeah, uh, no problems. Just kill your mic. Okay. 
Um, yeah, for me, one of the things was basically just island time and how different that is. Uh, what do you mean? Say, yeah, you know, people say, oh, it's a thing. It's just island time. But really, trying to get anything done takes a whole day. You might be trying to, for example, go to a bank to do something like, uh, for example, change a name on an account. That will be a full day ordeal because going there is going to take a while. Then you get to the bank. Then there's no such thing as an appointment time per se. You may or may not get seen at the, you know, you'll have a time, but it's probably not going to be when you actually get to get anything done. But then inevitably you'll find, oh, no, no, we need this other document, by the way, which you have to go and get from that building over there uh, down the street. Like, can we send it over? Can we fax it an email? No, 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 you need the physical document. You know and what it so sounds like? One it's simple like, thing ends up, ends up very, very complicated. It just sounds like, you know, if you've ever played Zelda or any of those Japanese RPG games where it's like, yeah, I need to cross the bridge. Well, you need to talk to that person. That person needs this mail delivered. The mail delivery person happens to have a piece of rope that can signal the guy to extend a drawbridge. It's like one of those kind of adventure game loops. Very much one of those uh, kind of situations. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I guess, uh, oh, I guess uh, that's something about being brown. Being brown. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you have many more? Because I've got to say, I personally can probably think of at least like five or 10 things, which we can save up for other future uh, growing up brown stories. If people leave us a message. This sounds like a good, uh, good bait. Let's see if people take it. I'll definitely find some more. Okay. Well, with that, that was a little teaser of the other set of differences growing up brown stories that we can kind of do so as always leave a like and subscribe well, yeah on wherever you're listening and if you happen to be on an apple device as much as i hate to say it the apple podcast reviews seem to make the most amount of difference so if you could leave one on the official podcast apple podcast app and there's like a little star rating slider and on spotify it's there on i think the mobile app but not there on the desktop app at the moment so if you wouldn't mind then we actually actually by the time this drops we will have had a couple of guest episodes that i think are very interesting and we're already getting a few ready for next year's um guest episodes which will be we're actually starting to get like a few random people that i never expected once like a tv presenter now uh, that'll be the hint <laughs> excuse me um so those reviews are how we managed to get these people to agree to talk to us. So please do leave us a review. And uh, yeah, until next time, I think. Anything further from you? Nothing from me. Nothing from me. All right. Well, that's it for another random episode. This one was a shortage one, but I think if my headphones are dying, it's time to call it a day. <laughs> Yay.